GAD isn't talked about enough that people don't know they have it a lot. Sometimes unless they talk to somebody else or unless they've been diagnosed. And it can be such a difficult thing if you don't know how to like use your your superpowers. Like how do you <laughs> like how do you use some of those qualities if you don't use them in like a good way? It's the same thing with OCD. Yes, there's some really difficult things with OCD, but then there's some qualities that go along with it that if you use them to your advantage and you're aware of them, your life can just be like. Welcome back to another episode of Struggle Creates Strength. Struggle Creates Strength is a mental health platform exemplifying that everyone has a story. I always say that no two stories are the same, but every story has the potential to help someone else. Now in today's episode, we are joined by 21-year-old Leah Pelizari. And Leah is incredible, and I'm putting much emphasis on this because of her overall morals, values, and mindset that she possesses. We got into talking a lot about generalized anxiety disorder and what she really looks at her generalized anxiety disorder as. And for her, it's not this big negative disorder in her life. Instead, she almost looks at it as a superpower because the overanalyzing and the overthinking really allow her to be her full transparent self and see others for their full transparent selves. And in this, we are always taught to negatively look at anxiety and negatively look at any form of mental health struggle, when in reality, some of these mental health struggles can impact us in great ways. And maybe not always in the moment, because they are hard, they, they all get tough, but there's so many things that we can take from them. And I, I'm somebody who always advocates that my struggles have taught me the most in my life. And I'm somebody who stands by that every day. And for Leah, she stands by the fact that her generalized anxiety disorder is something that she honestly uses as a positive. Yes, there is some negative downfalls to it, but that's the same as everything in life. And in this episode, you'll hear us dive deep into a lot of different topics. And, and one of those is the generalized anxiety disorder. And for me, it was a very, very moving podcast and very moving part of the podcast because I was allowed to look very introspective within my own life. I was allowed to really reflect on a lot of the the different relationships and different encounters that I have in life and some of the different struggles that I have in life and some of the questions that I have in life. And she was able to answer some of those for me just through her story and through explaining this, this generalized anxiety disorder and, and explaining some of her past struggles and, and maybe even current struggles as well. And it was just a very, very moving podcast, especially for myself. And yes, it is a little bit longer, but Trust me, it is 100% worth hearing and worth diving into and listen to it over the course of one day, two days, whatever it is. But I highly suggest that you do listen to it because Leah has some incredible, incredible things to say. Now, I don't want to really take up too much more of your time, but I do want to tell you about a little special journey that I'm embarking on as well. And for those of you that follow Struggle Create, Struggle Create Strength social media, and my own personal social media, you know that I've decided to embark on a very crazy journey. And that is running a 52.5 kilometer ultra marathon on, through the Finlayson Arm Trail in Victoria, British Columbia. And the reason why I did this was for mental health. 
it was to ultimately prove obviously how far I've come, but also the fact that if I'm able to do this, so are you. I wanted to really allow people to see that they are capable of anything and that their struggles and the struggles that they're encountering right now or that you're encountering right now do not define you. They do not and will not hold you back, but you need to make a choice and you need to to work hard at it and work hard on yourself and learn to love yourself. But it only happens if you work at it. It only happens if you devote yourself to it. And I just, I truly hope that you can share my journey with people. You can share the podcast, you can share the episodes and even donate to raising the $50,000 with me. Obviously, I have a lot of different ideas on how to actually get that $50,000, but even if you donate $1, it goes a long ways. So now, I'm not gonna take any more of your time, and I hope you enjoy this episode where I was fortunate enough to speak with Leah Pelzari. No worries. How's it going? Good, how are you? I'm doing really good. Yeah, I'm doing really good. I'm obviously super thrilled to to be filming a podcast with you and making yes, this come together. It's it's pretty damn exciting. Yes, I'm exciting. I love or excited. I love all that you do, and I watch a couple of your podcasts, and they're awesome. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. No, I honestly, it's it's always funny how fast you can kind of make these things come together, and especially yeah. just from me posting a video about it last week and then obviously lining it up right away and just how eager you were to actually come on the podcast and obviously help other people and share your story. It's, it's amazing. And I, I always just applaud the people that are like yourself and just so eager to, to jump on the podcast. It's, it's well, awesome. And it's very humbling for myself. Yeah. See, I've been told like, cause when I go live, you know, people say things obviously. And so I've been told you should do a podcast, you should do a podcast. And I think about it. I'm like, yeah, that would be cool. I'd like to do something like that, but I love video creating and I guess podcast is a form of it, but for mm-hmm. me, it's, it's, um, it's a very different form of video videoing. Right. So mm-hmm. it's not quite the videography form that I want to do but if you know people want to do podcasts I love listening to them and I'd like to join into doing something like that but just for myself I don't think some that's something I'm going to create but Mm -hmm. uh, so that's why I was so eager and I was like (laughs) yeah I watched your video and I was like yes the more people talk about it the less stigma the less the less confusion about mental health, just, you know, mm-hmm. the more awareness that it pro- provides to others. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, even just for myself, watching some of your videos and watching some of the stuff that you do put out, it's obviously, it's such a great way. Well, even when I watched them, I was just like, this is a person that wants to uplift others. And that's, yeah. that's, what's incredible. And I think, there's so many people out there in the world that are like that and that want to truly help others and want to, yeah. to be a part of something bigger than, than themselves. And honestly, like that's for myself, like I just, I, I don't care how I do it or who I do it with. I just want to help as many people as possible and allow yeah. as many people as possible 
to see that obviously it's okay to struggle and it's okay to have struggles because we all have them and there's nothing to yeah. be ashamed of. And that's what I really took from your videos is that you, you kind of preach that a lot is, is that like, we're all equal. We all have our stuff and, and we all, all have any form of struggle. So exactly. Even the ones that you watch that have millions of followers, they have struggles just like everybody else. And mm. yes, you could put them on, some on a pedestal or others, but really when it comes down to it, everybody has struggles. That's why some people have some negative qualities that they don't love about themselves because they're struggling. They just don't, you know, have a harder way of coping with it sometimes. Everybody struggles and everybody's equal. And that's what I kind of try to preach myself and um, through my videos too. I just always, before when I was watching social media, I tend, I was more of somebody that was looking at it and then before I took this break from everything, um, I kind of realized like there is a lack in our age. There's this big jump from maturity when you watch individuals that are way older than us. You know, they've, they've gotten it. They get there and then they share their story. But, you know, some of us that are quite younger, we haven't gotten there yet. But that's kind of what we and teenagers and that's what everybody really needs to see. And it can be so nerve wracking putting that out there because there's always going to be somebody that, you know, has to comment on your struggle. There's always going to be somebody like that, but at the end of the day, that's also somebody that's hurting. That's what you have to come to realize. Mm -hmm. Anybody that hates is just hurting typically. Unfortunately, as unfortunate yeah. as it, there's haters out there. <laughs> and no, that's exactly but it's typically coming from like a place of hurt and you know I think we've all been there we've all been at a place of when we're not doing our best and when we're hurting and then we're not our best towards others you know mm -hmm. yeah even even that and I just obviously you can tell right off the hop that you're a very introspective person and you're somebody that thinks on deeper levels and I yeah. think even just kind of explain how you got to obviously this point and maybe even maybe it would be helpful just to share your your story and kind of yeah. where you came from and what drew you to this moment but it's just it's so evident that you've learned so much over the course of your your life and that you are somebody who obviously thinks on a far deeper level than a lot of other people and obviously even that's going to brings so much to so many people so I'm just I'm fully excited but I want to right now I want to give you give you the platform and allow you to actually share your story and how you got okay. there <laughs> and I've gotten that quite often here that's the thing is I can talk and I can talk forever and ever and that can be whether it's like the simplest little thing just answering my favorite my favorite color to like the something extremely deep it can just be one extreme to the next I can just talk but that's just my brain and it comes from this this is like the basis of why I think this way and there's so many out there that are similar I didn't realize that until social media actually but um so I have severe GAD and that's generalized anxiety disorder hate the name really want them to change it they're not gonna but that's okay <laughs> and it's basically like you know what a phobia is, obviously, a phobia of something. And GAD is 
like almost a phobia of life as a whole. So your brain is constantly analyzing everything. Just it's an overdrive 24 seven. And a lot of people that have GAD struggle with like insomnia, all sorts of different things. And then when you're going through really hard struggles with it, you sometimes get into severe depressive episodes and just all sorts of things like that. Um, but yeah, that's basically what it is. And I was tested for it and I have it. Um, for a long time, I tried not using medication or anything like that. And then it kind of just got to this point in first year of college, I was in a relationship and <laughs> I, um, was just having really bad panic attacks. It was like I had experienced them before, but they started to be way too much. One was right before an exam. I had to go, my roommate had to call an ambulance and there was, I went to the emergency room and I was there till like three in the morning, I wanna say because I just, when I had these extreme attacks, my whole body would just get like numb and every muscle in your body just like clamps up. So my hands looked like this. It was, it freaked me out every time. And then that makes your mind think about it more. It's hard to get out of it, you know? And so, yeah, these were just getting so bad. And I had an exam the next day at nine. And then after that, I said, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I cannot live like this. So I tried a medication, but it was more for antidepressant and that was not good. Um, I find when you're trying medications, you're kind of like a guinea pig, unfortunately, because there's not a whole lot of research on every single medication and the side effects for different people, you know? Um, and so then I tried this one that I'm currently on and it's... It's been a lot better. I haven't had any crazy panic attacks. I still overthink like any other human being, <laughs> but it's not affecting my day-to-day -day life as much. It still changes, you know, the way I do things and who I am, but um, it's easier to live without constantly needing reassurance from everyone around me. And I still have those moments. Don't be fooled. But <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's a little bit easier to cope through some of the moments when I'm, my brain's just starting to go, I can fall asleep easier. And, you know, for a long time, I wasn't too sure about medication because there's a lot of different controversy on it. I guess you would say I also have a family member that was just dead set against it. And, um, personally, I got to a point where I was like, I am trying, I'm doing everything I can possibly do everything. And I just, I can't get it to where I know I need it to be, especially when you're in school. There's so many other things going on. Plus I was in a relationship. Oh, don't even get me. So <laughs> now that I'm on it. Um, yeah, I just feel so much, a lot better. Obviously it doesn't change who I am deep down. It doesn't make me a nice person. Um, I was nice before <laughs> I am, we all do. But it more or less just helps with like your brain that's on overdrive 24 seven. Mm -hmm. So that's one aspect of it. And I think that's why I get into these deep talks because I overthink, I overthink like no tomorrow. So when it comes to other people and me having an action or an impact on them, 
I overthink and I put myself in their shoes constantly. Like I'll sometimes too much. I've had those moments in life, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> but I wouldn't want to change it because the way I know that I treat every single person, I've overthought it to like filter everything that I possibly could before it even comes out of my mouth. And then I don't know. I think that's just why I am the way I am. Why I love deep conversation because the key to life is communication. The key to relationships is communication. And when you communicate that reassurance for that other person is like satisfied. And for myself, which reassurance is like a really nice thing. Um, it's also satisfied. So that's why I love deep conversations. And I think that's a big part of who I am. And I know not everybody's like that, you know, but um, I think sometimes for so long, I hated that. I hated that part of me. I wanted to try and stop it. Mm -hmm. And that was the thing. And that's, that's the problem with a lot of mental health issues out there. We try to stop them. Whereas, yes, there's negative parts of mental health issues. But then the benefit to mine is, like, like I said, I overthink so much that I love how I treat other people. I overthink that I'm always giving people that reassurance, even if they don't need it. Sometimes, yeah, it can be annoying and they'll tell me that. I'm like, okay, sorry. But, <laughs> but then like, I don't know, there's lots of benefits to it because the way my brain analyzes things like when I was in a relationship, Anytime someone would lie to me, like you pick up those things because your brain is sees everything like through your eyes, through what you hear, everything you pick up on everything. And I've had this conversation with somebody else who has GAT and it was so interesting because our brains thought so much alike. And it was almost like they said it so well. You can almost feel the vibe towards somebody else. And your vibe is almost so strong that you, you know right away like how it's affecting that other person. And I don't know, the way you can analyze things is heightened almost. It's quite wild, but I don't, that's why I think that it's not such a bad thing sometimes to have these mental health issues. Obviously, they're, they're difficult, yes. But then you have these other qualities almost that are good because of it you know what I mean mm -hmm. I know I like here I am sitting here I'm like I'm pretty sure I have this exact same thing like I'm, <laughs> and I'm not I'm like not kidding you at all the, yeah. the crazy part about it is because as you're explaining all that to some people it probably sounds a little bizarre but I totally yeah. like I resonate so much and I'm like oh okay. I, I I get it like I I got it. And I noticed that in my own relationships as well, like that I have with just everyone, like anyone that I meet, I, I can yeah. immediately, I can immediately like read their, their whole, yeah. almost like their aura. Like it's like, okay, I understand. I like I know exactly how you feel towards me and I can see that, you know, exactly how I feel towards you. And yeah. then obviously like in any situation, like if there's tension, it's like, when you talk about like feeling tension, like you yeah. feel the tension, like, and you oh, just know, like, you just know, yeah, you don't, nothing even has to be said that's negative to know that there's tension. Mm -hmm. It's just felt right away. Mm -hmm. I totally understand that. And see that 
too. GAD isn't talked about enough that people don't know they have it a lot. Sometimes mm-hmm. unless they talk to somebody else or unless they've been diagnosed. And it can be such a difficult thing if you don't know how to like use your your superpowers. Like how yeah, do you exactly. <laughs> like how do you use some of those qualities if you don't use them in like a good way? It's the same thing mm-hmm. with OCD. Yes, there's some really difficult things with OCD, but then there's some qualities that go along with it that if you use them to your advantage and you're aware of them, your life can just be like, not always perfect. There's going to be ups and downs, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I made mm. this TikTok a while ago and it was some, I look back on my TikTok sometimes and I'm like, oh goodness, that's a form of growth. <laughs> um, it was like, I always thought that, my mental health was going to be the be all and end. I like be the end of me or something like that. Mm -hmm. But then I like figured out that basically I'm like, like I made a joke, like I'm like impossible. Cause like you have all these, like these like little attributes about you that are so different than other people. And you might be similar to other people, but they're different. You know, even people that I've talked to with GAD, they're similar but then there's all there's always something else that goes along with it so I have minor OCD as well so that's like my little pair I guess you would say (laughs) and sometimes people struggle with ADHD as well all these sorts of things right and all those little qualities those are what make you you and sometimes they're viewed as unfortunately like in society as weird or not normal but really it's just what makes you you what makes you comfortable with you mm-hmm. you know what I mean absolutely <laughs> better than most yeah I sometimes I say some things because I could just get into such deep conversation and sometimes I'm like that person has absolutely no idea what I'm <laughs> or they feel it and they totally understand and they're trying to process it and they're like oh my gosh yeah this is me you know literally yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I mean that again is I think that's the power in these conversations and and diving like diving deep is that you yeah. get to like there if you were just to say okay yeah like I have generalized anxiety disorder and you don't go into it well <laughs> then it's like okay yeah like okay that's awesome mm-hmm. but when you actually dive into it like I guarantee you there's gonna be so many people that listen to this podcast and like oh my god like like that's I get me that. like I I totally understand exactly yeah. like I did and it's it's that's the fact of it is all of these like I mean there's so many times that people people go undiagnosed with with things and it's not even it's not necessarily a bad thing if you do go undiagnosed but there can be a lot of kind of self-conflict that you have because you're like why am I acting this way why 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 do I respond this way to this person? Or why do I respond this way to this situation? And it's like, if you at least knew what was going on, or you heard, for instance, like this, like, this is one of the main reasons why I wanted to actually create this podcast when I did was because it's literally these forms of conversation that That can spark something within someone. Yeah. And you don't know unless you hear about it. And then you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, maybe I need to get this, you know, work through it. Mm Mm-hmm. And the other thing that you said that really hit home with me was the whys. We are constantly asking ourselves these questions. And before I had a name for 
what I have, I was constantly asking myself why. Because I have been told I am emotional way too many times in my lifetime. And I know I'm emotional. That's because I like kind of overthink, right? And I'm mm -hmm. constantly, you know, thinking, like if somebody makes a joke and is like, or like, why would you say that? That's really weird. Then my brain's like, why, why, why would you say that? You know, like, it's like, why are they thinking that's weird? How should I avoid? Like, you know what I mean? And before I didn't know what this was. And I found out that like other people didn't do that sometimes. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so why? Why am I like this? Like, I felt I was weird constantly. As soon as I got a name and as soon as I had like, was able to do research on an actual name. I was actually able to say, yeah, this is what it is. Severe mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. I would have just emotional. This happens sometimes. I don't like, I don't cry at that often, but when I do, it's happy tears. It's really weird. And I would have these over emotional feelings of, I have finally a name for it. I don't have to keep asking these whys. Cause you go your whole life. Like it was, I think, 18 when I was finally like had a name for it so that would have been two years ago so not even that long it was like why why me why am I like this you question yourself all the time right mm -hmm. and I just would get so over emotional and I think that's what other people will feel as well because when you can start to put the pieces together and then your whole life starts to make sense because of like a, a one name and you can look something up and have a definition you're like oh wow I'm not that weird <laughs> You know what I mean? Like other people also are not struggling because it's not just struggling. Yes, it is a struggle, mm -hmm. 100%. But it's also just a part of who you are. And it can just make, it can put all these puzzle pieces together that you didn't even know needed to be put together. I was first misdiagnosed with severe depression because when I was going through all these whys with the severe GAD. I was also going through like a bunch of like heavy stuff in my life at that time period. Probably like, I don't know if you would understand this, but sometimes you go through like that really hard rut in your life. Mm -hmm. And like, that's your, that's your time where it's like your strengths being kind of like tested. Mm -hmm. So I misdiagnosed then for severe depression. And, and that's when I was put on this other medication and that was this whole roller coaster because thinking you have something that you don't have. And then because of my brain, I was overanalyzing that like no tomorrow. I didn't understand because I knew I was dealing with depression, but I didn't, I didn't think I had severe depression because I was watching stories about it and trying to understand it. Right. And I just, it didn't resonate with me. Like it wasn't me. So when I got that answer to my question, I was like, I hit home. That is, that's what I have. <laughs> okay. So the one thing that honestly, this is like, this is like a session for myself here. Like I'm just, I'm mind, mind blown at how you've kind of like where you've made me go and start thinking. But the one I thing like that, the one thing that I really, really resonate with is when you said that you cry happy tears a lot. Yeah. And I kid you not, <laughs> I do this all the time. Like in any time of, and I've honestly, I can, 
I don't know how far I can throw this back to, but I remember a very, very vivid one when I was in grade seven. So I was like, like 12. And I remember there was like a very happy moment in my life. And anybody else in that situation probably wouldn't have cried. I was just there like pulling my eyes out, like so happy. And I was like, come on, like, why? Like, you know, and, and then just over the years too, like, and it's crazy. It can happen at any given time, but even if I'm just spending, spending time with the right person and we're doing something fun or there's something that's just like a happy moment, I just start tearing up and start crying. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I'm just hanging out with a friend and here I am crying because I'm so happy. And it just mind boggles me. I feel this when I, my energy, when I am having like a high vibration or I'm out experiencing a new thing or seeing a new place, I get so excited. And sometimes, especially when I'm in nature, it just happens. And like some, my friend, you know, will be like, I don't often go like adventure with friends, but sometimes, and when they do, they'll be like, are you okay? Like, do you need anything? Cause they don't. And I'll be like, yeah, like, I'm just so happy. Like, I'm just happy good. <laughs> and this actually had happened. This is like kind of personal, but it is what it is. So because I had been like single for so long, I mm-hmm. had, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago, I w- went on the date. <laughs> oh my goodness. The person probably doesn't even know this because I kept it so together. But um, we're just driving home from um, like going shopping. Music was playing in the car and went to grab my hand. And for some reason, I just was like, it's been so long and I haven't allowed myself to like, like allow my mind to venture into that sort of realm yet. Mm-hmm. That in that moment, I was just like, I just had started getting that feeling. Wasn't even the right person because we're not still talking, but like I looked to the side and I remember looking out the window with tears just coming down my eyes. That's <laughs> just like so happy, but try not to show it because I just knew that he would be like, what? Because we, we didn't talk on that like level, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that had just happened. And it happens at the most random moments. But I think, and I really do believe this, there's something about like individuals that struggle with mental health. We all do. Everybody mm-hmm. does, Right the more you start to work on it and become aware of it and whatnot, the more you like count your blessings and the more you're grateful for things. And when you're a person that is constantly being grateful for things around you, that's why that happiness happens and hits you because you felt the darkest of the dark moments and something, whatever that may be, you sometimes pulled yourself out of that and then you get to experience these little moments and they don't even have to be out of the moon flew to Hawaii on top of the world type of moments they just have to be something that like you weren't gonna experience because of your dark path but you are and that's Mm -hmm. what hits home for me every time I have one of those moments it's me thinking back and this is a really deep thought sorry it went here but not really no I'm absolutely (laughs) loving that like I almost have tears in my eyes right now like this is becoming a little weird but okay keep going (laughs) but it's it's like 
when I get to experience these really good moments, my mind always goes back to, and not even in a bad way, just, wow, that was a time period. You got yourself through this time period. And the moment you are experiencing right now, like life itself, even just the little things on a daily basis, sometimes I'll have those emotional moments. And it's like, if you didn't get through those dark paths, you wouldn't be here. And that's the main thing that I tell people is because they're always saying, how are you so happy? How are you so positive on a daily basis? I say, oh my goodness, I have my moments too, because I do. But I think it really is because I count my blessings so much now that I, I say I have my moments. And it's, it is true. Everybody has their moments, but really like, I'm just happy. Like I am not there and I know I'm never going to be in that spot again. Mm -hmm. And obviously I'm still going to go through ups and downs in my life. Yes. But I know that nothing will be like that time period. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think many people that have gotten themselves (laughs) for a dark moment and do share videos and the type of stuff that we share, they feel that way. And that's why they seem so happy and it's not because they're putting on a show or anything mm-hmm. like that people are constantly saying just be yourself and i'm like i am like i'm just yeah. like what do you want to see <laughs> me falling all the time because that doesn't happen unless you want me to show my sad happy moments like <laughs> mm-hmm. but I, I think it's just people that really are counting their blessings and the more that those people show that the more it gives hope to the ones that are in that dark period of time to like get through it, you know? No, absolutely. I, I mean, even like that, I, again, I just keep resonating with everything you're saying, but the, the biggest thing from that like moment right there is in, in my own life, when I look at my past and I look at the things that I encountered, um, I, I would say that almost like directly after my darkest moments was probably when I started having like my happy tears the most because I started realizing like, I'm still here. Like I'm, I'm here, I'm doing this. I'm alive. I am grateful to be here. And yeah. obviously just like over time, things kind of change and you, you start to start to develop and you start to grow and you start to obviously become grateful for different things. And and continue to be grateful for the things that you've always been grateful for. But my, my thing that I always like to say, and what I always have to remind myself of is that like my hard times now are self-induced off of kind of like the success that I'm having in life, you know? So it's like, when I start getting stressed, I start kind of freaking out and I'm like, Oh my God, this moment sucks so much. It's because my life is so great and because I'm so happy and all the things are really like, they truly are going right. Yeah. But then that's when it's like, Oh my God, it needs to go even better. Like I want it to go even better, but it's like, I literally have like self-induced stress off of the Mm -hmm. good things that I've projected into my life. Well, it's it's, also hard driven. Sorry to cut you off. (laughs) You can just tell when somebody like um, has a really strong work ethic or has a lot of goals for themselves. And it is so good to be self-determined. And I say this all the time to other people is be gentle with yourself. Yet I have the hardest time doing that for myself. I am so hard on myself. And even it's funny since I 
have started living in the place I'm at right now, I'll have like my roommate every once in a while, kick back, relax, just take a breath because I'm just like, I'm on the go. And then sometimes obviously I go through a little bit of a, what I think is a lazy time period, but really it's just my body saying, you know, Leah, take it, take the time. (laughs) But I think sometimes we're just so on the go, you know, and then too, when you start to slow down for like people like you and I, it sounds like we're similar. So when people like you and I start to slow down, that's sometimes when you have hard times because your brain is starting to think more and starting to kind of like analyze things a little bit more and nitpick about Mm -hmm. what you're doing, where you're at. Whereas when you're busy, you don't think about that so much. Exactly. Yeah, honestly, I was thinking about that today as I was driving and I was I was kind of honestly I was just thinking about where I'm at right now and just like I always utilize kind of my time driving is when I I I I count it as like my free time because there's nothing I can really do other than drive and think. So when I'm driving, I always am just my mind's going into all these places. And I honestly, I like to kind of run through like my checklist of stuff that I have for today, tomorrow, and honestly, like years down the road. But I, when I was thinking about it today, as I was driving, it's just like, I kind of had to take a deep breath and, and sit myself back and be like, okay, like, this is what you're doing every single day. And you're saying that you need to do more or that your life is, is, or basically like you're not where you want to be or you're, you're not doing enough. And, and then when I sit myself back and I look at it, um, and I even think about like, I don't know if you do this, but sometimes I project conversations with people. So I'll be like, okay, if I was to run into this person, this is probably the conversation that we would have. And so (laughs) I, yeah, so I saw somebody that I knew as they were driving and I was like, if I was to pull up to a red light beside them, what were they like? What would they say to me? And so, and I started thinking about that. And I, I figured like one of the things that they would do is, is kind of talk about the things that I'm doing in my life. And that was actually really helpful because it allowed me to almost even just be grateful for myself and be grateful for what I am doing every day and what I'm accomplishing and, and what I'm really striving for. And, and I think again, like there's so much importance to, or basically in taking self-pride and, and learning to obviously be really proud of yourself. And that's what I always relate to self-love is honestly, self-love is self-pride. And that's what I always love to say, because that's what it's been for myself. And in my whole entire journey, I really didn't feel that love for self until I could look in the mirror and be like, I'm so proud of you. Like you are, you've crushed it. You've killed it. And everybody's, everybody's life and everybody's path is so different. And so like everyone can look in that mirror and be proud of different things. And Mm -hmm. for me, I did all the things that I could finally just like stand in front of the mirror and be like, I'm honestly, like, I just wanted to like reach in there and grab myself and be like, I'm (laughs) so proud of you. But it's really cool when you can do that, when you can take that time and when you can honestly just even analyze your life and analyze the things you're doing and, and realize that, okay, like you, you probably could like, you could take a step back, but it's also, it's like so cool when you're at that moment you're like, oh, what if I took like 
six <laughs> steps forward. That one just went even harder, made myself busier and added more things to the list. But no, it, it is pretty cool. And like you said, I, it's just, yeah, it's incredible. I 100% agree. And the thing is too, like I said, when you say that thing in the mirror, and I've been doing that more lately, but it takes me so much to get there. I tell everybody, like I said, to be just kind to yourself and everything. And I can be, but boy, I am like the hardest critic and everybody is the hardest crit critic mm -hmm. of themselves. But like on a day-to-day -day visit, I'm like, gotta do this, gotta do this, gotta do this. And that's just how I am. I just mm -hmm. don't feel confident at the end of the day if I don't. And like, um, when I was a figure skater, so I used to figure skate all the time that like, there's not just one thing that goes into it. You have to do your fitness. You have to do your stretching. You have to do your, this, that, like, there's so much that goes into it. Mm -hmm. When that came to a halt, I was like, okay, what's <laughs> next? You know, like, what am I going to do now? And so I think now, even though when I tell some people, sometimes I like doing TikTok, they're like, <laughs> I know it sounds silly sometimes, but it's like the biggest blessing because it reminds me just like when I was figure skating, there's so much that I can put into it. If I want to, if I know I can do the job that I want to do, there's a lot of things you can do to make it how you want to be. That sounds really wordy and weird, but <laughs> like in terms of like planning things out and I don't just mean like videos, but your ideas and getting them down and, and, all sorts of things and putting the real time and effort into something for it to be what you kind of dream it to be and as weird as you know doing TikTok in a sense might sound um it has been the best thing for my mental health during like the lockdowns and all that sort of stuff that was happening here that was my kind of saving grace probably kept me sane a little bit mm. <laughs> obviously lost my mind here and there but <laughs> <laughs> no for sure and I mean like as you know I'm this I'm the, kind of the, the same way as I just I love to put out videos and things that will impact others and I, I honestly the people that trash talk TikTok and the the ability or kind of I don't even know how to word this. Basically the potential that it gives you to reaching more people. Yeah. Like they need to like look at the app and look at what it can do because it is insane. Like absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane. And here's the thing. I didn't even start it till I probably downloaded it last May. So not this year, but 2020. Mm -hmm. And that's when I had started to use it. And before then, that I crash talked it but I was like against social media so I was like mm, why would I download oh, I, it I trash talked it I trash talked <laughs> it so much <laughs> so much yeah. I was like this is just not for me but then I used to make YouTube videos in high school for fun and like people probably knew like that's the girl that made, like YouTube videos and obviously it was just something funny that I did for fun then but now I realize it's kind of who I've always been is I'm so much like <laughs> myself mm -hmm. on camera as I am in person and anybody that talks to me 
in person, they say the same thing. Anybody that sees me typically just through an app, like they're obviously going to be like, are you like this all the time? And they try to like figure, figure it out. But once you get to know me, it's like, yeah. And so that's why it's been the most like interesting and coolest thing for me, because it gives you a voice. It gives you that voice that for so long you felt like you didn't even have. Mm-hmm. because with the struggles of the ups and downs, you feel like you're alone, right? And if I had TikTok back when I was going through my hard time, oh my goodness, I would not post what I post, obviously. <laughs> but seeing some of the things that I do see out there, it would help me so much. And so mm-hmm. that's what kind of brought to my eyes. I was like, wow, this has a lot of potential to help people. It's, it's not even just we focus so much as humans on numbers. It's about literally the impact that it can have on the world. And in the last like five years, I would say social media's impact, unfortunately, has been like, obviously some things have been good. Yes, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of negative out there and not just negative, but an influence of negative lifestyle And it's unfortunate because so many people like look up to these lifestyles and then um, they get disappointed and all sorts of feelings. And a lot of mental health issues have been caused by that. Whereas we don't see that social media, I've always said it. And like, I'm really faithful. So I always pray about it. It's a privilege. Social Mm -hmm. media is a privilege. Nobody used to be able to use something like this to talk to a bunch of humans at one time. Like it's actually wild if you dive deep Mm -hmm. into it like my brain does nuts but (laughs) um in terms of like what we can do with it now that's what I think we should be doing is just being your most real authentic self sharing your stories obviously keeping things that are very personal to yourself like there's so much people don't know about me that Mm -hmm. is for me to know you know I'll share my story but also my whole story is all I've got. It's, I've heard this from, I forget who it was, but my motivational speaker, your story is all you have as an individual, but it can also impact so many other people if you're brave enough to share certain things about it, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. And I think that's why your po- podcast in specific, I was like, okay, this is such a good idea. Cause if I were to do a podcast, not that I'm going to, but if I was going to, it would be something like this. Mm-hmm. Like I want to keep just making videos and on YouTube, I do want to get into more stuff. I'm soon going to be coming out with, um, like a body scan, you know, do you know what those are? No. <laughs> You're like going to nod and then no. <laughs> Um, so basically sometimes I listen to them. It really helps when I was having time periods of insomnia and just not doing good is sometimes it's 10 minute video. Sometimes it's longer and it's just somebody talking you through the end of the day, calming you down. And it put me out in like two minutes to three minutes of listening to this. I was passed out. (laughs) And so that's kind of, I've been putting one together. I'm writing it right now. So um, just because it's your voice. And first I filmed something in nature and then I'm going to put it all together. But um, that's kind of more what I want my YouTube to be is just like techniques and things like that that helped me or would have helped me mm-hmm. during those times. But mm-hmm. this sort of thing is 
just the right thing for people to share their stories, one, other people to be able to feel not so alone in their own time periods or even figuring out about mental health if they're going along a research journey of some sort. Um, And just for you alone, being able to talk with these other people about it is such a healthy thing because this is now like, obviously you had all the people of your past that would have guided you to being who you are and guided you to getting where you are, but you're also going through this new journey of meeting new individuals that are going to guide you to um, like not your success, but also what you're meant to do with your life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just like me with TikTok. It's, it's something that's so healthy for you to focus on. That's awesome. That's so yeah. cool. I think, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that'll be insane. Like I, I've never, honestly, I'll probably get off this and, and search it up right away. But yeah. I, I always, like, I'm somebody who honestly loves like guided meditations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's this one that I listened to by Dr. Joe Dispenza and it just, boggles my mind at what it can really do for you and how it can make you feel and that's why I am such a big advocate on meditation and it's something that I I have to get back into it like way more like a lot more frequent because I I've done it the past I've done it for months now but I did take a little bit of a break and now I'm just like getting right back into it because I don't know why I took a break. Honestly, it's besides the point. But I absolutely love it and just what it can honestly do to you and how it can make you feel. And it's all types, like all forms of meditation and and different practices, honestly, just of the mind and something like you're doing with with the body scanning. Like, oh my gosh. Like that's just it's it's such a game changer for so many people because there is like this is the thing is that I consider myself a very, very um, mentally healthy person, even though I still have my own mental health struggles, even though I still go through my days and I have my stresses and all that stuff. But I'm somebody who really does know myself and is very in sync with myself. And I know how to treat myself. I know how to take care of myself. I've, I've done all the groundwork. So now I know how to change and fix everything. But yes the one thing is there's a lot of people that haven't done any form of practice towards themselves. And that's even like a lot of the the practice takes years to kind of get yourself to that point. And sometimes it's just like rebuilding yourself for years and over a course of time. And I just think allowing yourself to kind of fully let go of reality to some degree and really just decompress and listen to like one of your videos like I just think it would be so helpful for so many people and And I mean personally I'm excited to see it and hear it (laughs) that means a lot that's the word is decompress I love that word because where do you find you are most one with yourself do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. no like where do you you, where me okay (laughs) um honestly it's always a time when it's always a time when I'm alone um honestly sometimes I would say running that's what I've used as like one of my my big things 
or yep. just like any form of physical activity or um, kind of like in bed. Yeah. Yeah. And that's understandable. Mine, I would say when I am most one with myself as well is when I am by the water, like at the beach mm-hmm. for, I don't know what it is, but I get these overwhelming feelings, like huge. I go into these like deep talks in my mind. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> but then also is when I'm driving. Mm-hmm. all the time you were talking about when you drive and I was like oh my goodness because when <laughs> I go when I drive sometimes like I will just have all these things going on in my mind and not bad things it's just I'm thinking it's probably why I've had speeding tickets and stuff in the past <laughs> 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 like my mind is just thinking so much and this is weird but I don't even care I'll have like sometimes conversations with myself in the car and I'll just like be thinking oh yeah and myself oh yeah <laughs> all the time time. sometimes I'll just like be making a video by myself like the camera's not even rolling and I'll pretend like I'm just kidding not kidding but I have these (laughs) and I think it's what really like brings me closer to understanding myself because even though you're living in your own body there is so much about your own mind your own self yeah you have a name that itself is weird. Yes, you have a name and all these things you're told you know about yourself. But unless you spend like time with yourself, you have this whole mind, this whole person inside of you to learn about. Out of body experience, somebody could be having while watching this right now, but it is wild. If you think about it, you're just this human. And there's so much you don't even know about who you are deep down. And that's Mm -hmm. part of figuring out. And when you are alone, when you meditate, And honestly, in bed too, when I wake up or when I go to bed, that's why my brain's also on overdrive, is like, that is when you start to learn about this incredible mind that you have made up of Mm -hmm. all these, who even knows, (laughs) (laughs) really neat thoughts, sometimes a little too many in this one here, but. (laughs) No, I I totally agree with you because I seriously. Uh, my like the the time that I really really discovered myself I will say is probably when I when I I don't know if I naturally did it or if it was kind of like a choice I honestly can't really remember but when I just was alone like and very very alone and in the sense of like I wouldn't really allow anybody in like I, I really just I was like nope no, don't care. Like I just like, especially with dating, like that was my thing. Cause I was like, I'm never like, no, I blinders are gone right now because this is me time. And I just would focus solely on myself. But that's honestly when I made that big transition into truly one, like finding self-love and yeah. self-appreciation and then also learning to become my best friend. So like those conversations with self, <laughs> they are, they are spectacular though. Like, I'm not even going to lie. And I still like every single day I have a conversation and for instance, sometimes I'll walk around my house and I'll do something. And I'm like, Oh my God, Lucas, you're so funny. Like, and it's just, it's, it's like people that are listening to this podcast right now are, Oh my God. They're probably like these, like, these wow, people. <laughs> yeah there's gonna be two types of people there's gonna be the people honestly that are like wow these people know exactly what I'm feeling and then there's gonna be the type of people that are like 
these two are so off like like they need something because they are not okay but honestly like I feel the most okay that I've ever been in my life and it it's just because I feel so solid with myself all the time and yes like you said hardest person on myself though like I am hands down like the people in my life are always always they're like Lucas man you just gotta take a break like you gotta relax like and my self-talk honestly because I talk to people and I'm like hey you gotta celebrate your small wins you gotta have positive self-talk you gotta hype yourself up all the time like you're the best and then I turn around I'm like Lucas you suck (laughs) dude everything you do is awful what are you doing and it's like I'm doing great but I just that's my (laughs) self-talk and I'm just constantly I'm like you gotta get better you gotta be better you gotta do more yeah and I never actually like but yes see, of that- course I feel pride but it's like yeah. there can be more there there's yes. always more yes yep yep okay I totally understand this <clears throat> when when I everybody in my life says that as well but in moments I think to myself I'm like okay we just need to take a second because I will sometimes become numb to my wins because I'm so like thinking of the next and thinking Mm. of the next. And sometimes that's greed. I find myself being greedy. I'm like, okay, you're being like a little greedy. Just try to sit back and be grateful for what you do have because you've gotten yourself here. You could have not, but it went down a different path and you got yourself here. And I'm always constantly telling all these other people to be, you know, kind to themselves, these things, blah, blah, blah. And then I have this own crazy motivational, but crazy, like sometimes too much voice in my head. That's just like, like my coach, my figure skating coach. It's like in my head, just constant, like, because it's kind of funny because coaches, they're hard to satisfy. I'm thinking about this now. I've never thought Mm -hmm. about this until now, but coaches, they are so hard to satisfy and you'll have tiny moments where they're like you can tell they're proud of you and those moments are like oh it feels so good because you've almost been like longing to feel that way you know but I think people that have maybe yourself if you've had a coach in your life you get that voice in your own head then because I think about it now and that's what's in my head. It's like a coach. I have like the self coach. Maybe we all do. It's just about mm-hmm. how it comes out, but it's really hard to please that coach. But when you do, it feels so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're, I hundred percent. Like I, <laughs> I always, I honestly always say, I always say like, I am my biggest motivator and I firm, firm believer in that. And honestly, I'm somebody who who loves listening to podcasts and I love listening to very successful people, but yeah. the, the type of people that are successful and are like also have a lot of humility and are just genuine people. And mm-hmm. those, those types of people and listening to them and listening to them talk and listening to them explain their wins and their successes. It's so cool because yes, and this, this is what I think a lot of people need to understand and realize and something that I try to explain to people in my life, but a lot of them just don't understand, but it's kind of like, 
I'm so hard on myself because I know exactly what I can accomplish. And mm. I, I prove that to myself all the time, like all accomplished things. And the reason why, and I think this can be relate, relatable to yourself. The reason why we don't actually celebrate those successes is because in reality, if you celebrate those successes, you're basically saying that like, you've done it, you've accomplished it. You've, you can stop when in reality, it's like, why, why would I stop? Like you, you you're all you're doing really is you're proving what you're capable of. Yeah. Once you prove that to yourself, then you create new goals. And that's what, that's like the difference maker and what differentiates a lot of honestly successful people and winners in life is obviously they have that mentality, but then they're also genuine good people as well. And so that's why like for yourself, you're going to be very successful in life because you obtain that and because you work hard for, for what you want to achieve. And you know that you're honestly not going to stop until you get there. And now even when you get there, you're still going to keep going. Like, and it's just, it's honestly that process. And then that's, what's, that's, what's so cool. And what is so motivating is when you can just sit back and say, like, I know it can be hard. Like, and this is why it's so hard for a lot of people to grasp is because a lot of people will set themselves up with like that end goal and they'll be like, okay, when I hit that, like, I'm going to be happy. And that's when they hit that is why most of the time they're not happy is because they've like, that's it. Like that's all they've set out for in life. And then they don't have anything to strive for or what they want to work towards. Whereas like, if you're just, you always have it ingrained in your mind, like no matter what, I'm going to keep working and no matter what, I'm going to keep striving for better, bigger, greater than, then that's, that's perfect. And obviously take the time out of your life to spend with your friends and family and enjoy life. But But successful people also, I listen to a lot of motivational things as well, typically Mm -hmm. like making breakfast or something, but Mm -hmm. during those as well, you have to sacrifice. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. people, People are not going to understand this watching this. Let me tell you, when it comes to TikTok and everything that I've done, regardless of how ridiculous people might think it is, I've had to sacrifice so much and I don't care. I don't care because actually at the end of the day, I feel healthier doing it than I do whatever I was going to do otherwise. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of sacrificing that goes towards your success. And it's not always sometimes bad. Sometimes it's just what sometimes it it teaches you what you need to you know prioritize in life Mm -hmm. there's one thing you were saying about like when you get to your end goal and then you're grateful and you can either be like okay you know (laughs) when I think of social media because let's not be oblivious to it like there's numbers Mm -hmm. oh my goodness there's numbers and it is a wild concept. This whole number thing is wild. And, you know, I'll have people sometimes that are like, like, that's crazy. Like people from my small town will be like, you know, like you're like famous or say things like that. And I'll be like, no, like in my mind, I'm like, no, I'm still the exact same girl. Then you'll have, you know, these um, like other people that are just saying like, you should have more like blah, 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 blah. And it's just these two conflicting sides saying these things and I think about it sometimes because I try not to think about the numbers very often but when I do I'm just like these like goals you set yourself up for and then reach and reach and you know it's it's never 
a stop. It's like, the thing is with my social media is I'm always going to be improving. I'm nowhere near perfect. I have a lot of things to work on. I'm only 21 and I have a lot of things and a lot of ideas. I only have one life and I have all these things that I want to do and, and I will get there, but it's just with timing. And every time I have a win, I'm like, oh, that's great. (laughs) I'm like, like it's just next like how am I going to get to the next thing because I already even when I make goals I have the next one before I even reach that one goal I already have the next goal figured out I could probably have the next three lined out to be completely honest with you that's just how my brain overanalyzes so it's like it just thinks like that right mm-hmm. when you see some of these people with this is the only thing like I, I try not to get very aggravated or angry but one thing Sometimes I have to hold myself back and be like, Leah, this could be coming from a place of selfishness sometimes is when you see these people with great big numbers. I am always thinking this is all like, this is so this is kind of bad, but this is all you're doing with your account. You can reach like millions of people mm-hmm. and this is what you're doing. Like what? And I just kind of think about it and I'm like, you have the ability to have this amazing impact or a negative one, or literally no impact at all. And sometimes I just feel like there's so much potential there and people aren't like grabbing it. You know what I mean? And then I have to hold myself back and be like, you're not them. You can't just expect them to think the way you do, one. And it could be coming from a place of, you know, I am not where they're at. And maybe my inner self being selfish, wanting that. And deep down, I know where I'm at. I am grateful for and I am where I'm meant to be. I'm constantly trying to tell myself that. But like the impact that it can have and especially on people's mental health, the more we realize that and take that into account when posting things, oh my goodness, this world could be such a happier place (laughs) because my feed specifically this is kind of a change in topic but when I scroll like I set time aside to scroll typically it's like 10 minutes sometimes if I'm having a day where my mind's overthinking more and I'm less uh, success driven and more like just processing dark thoughts or stuff like that I'll scroll for like half an hour and when I'm looking at these things because it's only for like a couple of minutes when I'm scrolling and say that the 10 videos that I see, they're all motivational videos because that's all that I'm choosing to look at. And then the next day, it's the same thing. It's only motivational videos because that's all I interacted with for 10 minutes the day before. And I have all these other people, you know, saying they spend like two hours or something scrolling. And I'm just like, like your social media is designed to see how long you will, it's not, it's not how it will impact you. They don't really care that much. It's how much time can I keep you engaged on this app Mm -hmm. for what I'm going to put next and will it keep you going, you know, and it's doing that to people. They're, they're falling for the game. And the more you scroll, the less you're seeing what you need to see, but also sometimes what you want, sometimes what you don't want. And it's just affecting your mental health negatively. So I always say to girls, you know, if they're struggling with self-confidence or all these sorts of things, the biggest thing that helped mine to anyone watching this podcast, if you have self-confidence issues, guys as well, it's who you follow and what you are seeing on that feed, 
because it's the first thing when you open that app. It's never your own page. It's always the feed page. You have to realize, not just, oh, cool, this is neat, but why am I seeing these things? Do I need to be seeing these things, you know? I used to follow all these girls that I didn't even need, like, I didn't even talk to them. And I just, like, it was, a like, and also, like, these people in L.A., you know, you you follow them. And I'm like, I don't know them. Why am I following them? Like, and, and I don't get any benefit from their account. And now I take into consideration mental wellness accounts and quotes. I love quotes. <laughs> and, like, all those type accounts. And I have never been happier because when I take 10 minutes to scroll, that is all I'm seeing. And then that's all social media is going to keep showing me day in and day out. It's like, mm -hmm. you have to understand the game. So you know how to play it better than the people behind social media trying to get you to play it, which mm -hmm. sounds absolutely whack. But that is like, it's so true. It is oh, so 100%. true. And yeah. that is the me feeling better and then when people say you know oh, you only spend 10 minutes scrolling and I'm like yeah because when I don't feel like scrolling and I don't want to watch like when you scroll there's also this unknown you don't know what you're going to see next you have no idea how it's going to impact your feelings could be negative could be positive you're taking that risk every time you you flick your finger whereas when I look at my own videos this might sound narcissistic take it as you will but I watch my own videos especially when I'm down. That is all I will watch when I'm down. I will never scroll when I'm down. Sometimes I get into this like unhealthy habit and then I'll be like, okay, no, you can't do that. You have to talk yourself through it. But I will look at my own videos. And why? Because that's a girl that once, I know my own struggles. I know where I once was not wanting to be here one day. And then I'm seeing myself on the screen doing all these things. I never thought I would do like, I never thought I would have the courage. I never thought I'd have the voice, all these things. So that's why I take time to watch my own if I'm going to spend the time on social media. And personally, for me, like I talk about this with my counselor all the time, that is the healthiest form and way that I could be using it right now. And I don't have Snapchat. Got a lot of not neither not bad things against it but it's just uh not for me and I don't use like Twitter or that sort of stuff but the thing about TikTok is there's there's this type of voice you can get from it and there's when you see something and hear something at the same time and you can take that all in like the impact it has on you is so much greater than like if you just read a tweet or you know even Instagram if you just see a photo and that's, that is just like why I love TikTok. That was a really long rant I'm realizing now. It's all good. No, it is, it is a-okay. <laughs> but that's Honestly, just like yeah. how I use social media. And I've overanalyzed it so much and watched the documentaries on how social media is built and past social media workers and their thoughts on it. And like, I love to watch documentaries. I love to learn. And so I've overanalyzed all of it that much that I had to realize too, when I was in my darkest of moments and I was a scroller, I guess you would say, I was making myself worse. Mm -hmm. I was not at all like helping myself or my mental health. It was making it harder to get out of that rut every single day. And like now, if I might have a down period and because I'm so self-aware of like what's affecting it in a good way and in a bad way, 
the way I go about things now is so much healthier than way back when. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That is, no, that is, yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, anytime you can hear anybody talk about their journey and obviously hearing, hearing that aspect of it where you obviously you prioritize yourself and you prioritize um, what is bringing you impact and like in a positive and obviously in the negative way. And then you, you adjust accordingly. That's something that I personally have done as well. Like, especially on Instagram, if I'm ever scrolling and there's something that I, an account that honestly plays zero benefit to me and I don't know the person, we are not friends, nothing immediately unfall. Like just, and yeah, and that's a part too, is there's so many people where they can justify it and be like, oh, well, you know, like I met them once at this place <laughs> okay. and off, oh, they saw that I unfollowed them, like I'd feel bad. And it's like, no, like you just need to, to cut ties. It's the same as how you keep <laughs> old clothes because they're sentimental to you and you keep, you hold value to them. But it's like, are you ever actually going to wear that? Are you ever mm-hmm. actually going to look at their profile or talk to them? Yeah. No, you're not. So cut the tie right now because guaranteed in about a minute 30 seconds you're going to forget about it and then you're going to be consumed by something else so it really does not matter yeah exactly oh it's bizarre and that was oh sorry go ahead go ahead all I was going to say is that's honestly what happened with me with snapchat was I was I was realizing how it was playing of negative effect because I am somebody who's sacrifice or as I like to say invested um a lot of and invested in myself on my weekends and obviously invested in struggle create strength a lot and and done so much work on myself and obviously trying to put things out into the world and make things happen and I'm so thrilled with where I'm at personally and the hardest one of the hardest things was not that it really bothered me at all but it was just kind of like there's no benefit in it because Every single weekend, I would see all of my friends, the same stuff. Okay, Snapchat story after Snapchat. And I just watched them all. And I was like, okay, like I don't, I really don't feel like I'm missing out. But at the same time, like why, like I'm wasting my time by watching this. Like I'm, I'm personally not there for a reason. Yeah. Do you have it? No, I deleted it. Okay. So when did you delete it? Um, I don't know, actually. It, It wasn't like crazy crazy long ago I I didn't use it like I wasn't somebody who would use it a lot like I would just kind of like one or two people (laughs) kind of like that type of guy where it was like I'll talk to this one person like my one good friend and and I did that for quite a while like months and months probably like six months or so and then um yeah like a few a few months back I would say is when I finally I was like I, cause I was keeping it for like the memories, but I was like, all the memories of kind of like, there's some great memories in there for sure. But all those memories are honestly from when, like, I wasn't personally in a good spot. So I was like, why do I really want to take myself back to that? And then yeah. that's when I deleted it. And I was, and it was one of those things where I was like, obviously you kind of, you become attached to it to some degree. And it's like, Oh, Maybe I'll, maybe I'll download it again. But then as soon as you're like, no, you, you deleted it for a reason. Think about the way that it impacted you in, in some form of negative way, or just how it really served no value. Then it was just kind of like, just cut the ties with it. And I always just said too, like, cause some people are like, oh, well, I talk to most of my friends that way. And I was like, 
you know what? If, if, if somebody if, really wants to get a hold of you, like they're going to go through Instagram or text. Oh. They're going to find a way, like honestly. Yep. So you don't yep. need to feel all, I don't know. <laughs> like now I'm just going to go down the <laughs> rabbit hole and talking about no, it. No, no. It's, I yeah. totally understand this. So I didn't have it. Um, all of 2019. Yeah. The whole year of 2019. I was in a relationship at that time, but I had deleted it. And then I got to a point too where I had deleted my old Instagram account too. Um, and then in 2021, nope, 2020, <laughs> I'm <skipped> a year. <laughs> That's when um, I had then became single. And then I went a couple of months and then I was like, you know, there were, I guess, you know, when you, you everybody says they go through their phases, as you would say, when you're single. <laughs> well, I just, I didn't really go through a phase. I just um, had wanted to download it and like kind of reconnect with some old friends that I hadn't reconnected with and whatnot. And I had like actually deleted my account. So I made a brand new one. So it was just anybody that I was recently in contact with anyways, but I was like, oh, we'll start using it. Oh my gosh. So I did for maybe four months, maybe five-ish. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's been all of 2021 without it as well. But like, I just don't like it. Like I didn't even get it, I think, until either grade 11 or 10. I was pretty late to getting it as well. And I just always thought it was weird. And then as I was having it again, I notice when you use it, it's just like any other app. Think of the first thing you open when you open a social media. The first thing with Snapchat is your face or whatever you're looking at. And that's so weird. You are overanalyzing your face so much. And for a lot of even guys, I always say girls, and I need to stop saying that, but I find a lot of girls that come to me with self-confidence issues. I say, how much are you using Snapchat? Because when you first go on it, you're like analyzing your face. How do I look? And then when you go to Snapchat somebody, you analyze, am I looking good enough to send just a photo? Or am I gonna do a hot face? Or am I gonna do a filter? Because I would always just send like my face. Half of the time I would just send it somebody a video because I hate typing out a message. That's why I send like voice memos or like videos to somebody. And um, so, and people thought it was really weird how I used it and I was like, okay, well, like we're not all the same, but, <laughs> but I was saying to these girls, you know, like how often are you going on it? Because you're overanalyzing your face. And if you think about it, your face is like, your face is beautiful, but it's just your face. Like you gotta, you have so much else to you that you need to be focusing on a daily basis. And Snapchat makes you constantly put energy and focus towards this when really you don't need to the less you think about it probably the better because mm -hmm. it's just there there's not a whole lot you can do to change well I guess you can get cosmetic surgery but that's a whole nother topic <laughs> but like, do you know what I mean Absolutely. and I think that where a lot of self-confidence issues are coming from is I, I talk about this with my grandparents because I see them weekly I say because they know what it is and I say like, it's just so weird. Like you guys never use something like that and they don't have similar issues to like our society now, you know, mm -hmm. I just find it such an interesting app. And personally, um, with the memory thing, that is a big thing. Almost every time I post something about not having Snapchat on TikTok, I'll have somebody in my comments saying, 
I don't have it because of the memories. I'll show you this. Um, so this is like my photo album and I print all of my pictures because like memories, like videos, obviously I take a lot of videos, but those are also meant to be like seen with your eyes, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing that I sometimes struggle with in terms of taking videos. But when you take photos, obviously you want to hold on to those. Well, what's good? What good is a device if it like falls in the water or something anyways, or people say then, you know, they have their Snapchat account. Well, like, how often are you actually looking at those photos, though? Because mm -hmm. you have these people that say it's for my memories, but then they don't really go and look at their memories ever. So when I have like my photo album with all these photos that, you know, like mean something to me that I can look at and I do look at in my dark times when I'm not feeling good. I look at all the photos that make me happy of like, you know, certain celebrations or just my the best photos I've taken all sorts of different things and that is when I'm actually looking at my real memories not just mm -hmm. through snapchat you know and I get it, it can be really hard to delete an app but it's also an attachment you lived we all did part of our life without it it doesn't mean our whole rest of our life has to be lived with it as well mm -hmm. and it's really an odd form of communication you know picking up the phone and calling someone is a lot easier to understand somebody's um this goes back actually into the whole like mental health issue like anybody that I've talked to too with GAD it's the same thing it's so hard to have conversations over text and I do because um like I overanalyze things and I know everybody does but you take it to the next level of overanalyzing and you'll overanalyze all those words you know all sorts of things and my my words were always more <laughs> wordy or longer like the messages I always found were extremely long or it seemed like like someone would say like thanks for the essay or all these things and I'd be like well just want to make sure you got it like <laughs> <laughs> and that's just how I am because I want to make sure that you're understanding every single point and sometimes you know they'll say like you didn't have to say all these things and I'll be like okay well I know like I just, I, I actually did need to because my mind was like saying you need to. So like, but that's why I like calling. I love the way they used to do it. Like when I talked to my grandparents, they always called each other. And like, mm -hmm. that is such a beautiful thing because you can understand someone's tone so much easier. You can get a texting conversation that would like take like an hour to translate back and forth, like 15 minutes over the phone. Mm -hmm. And everything just is easier and FaceTime's that much more easier because you can see somebody's face and the way they react and whatnot, you know? Mm -hmm. But that's just why I think too, some of these mental health issues create issues because it's changing the way we as humans literally communicate. It's wild. Whereas somebody like me, I think, well, that was a dog, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Whereas somebody like me, um that has a, like diagnosed generalized anxiety disorder that is something that I have to take into consideration and change like I can't just have constant conversations of sending a photo of myself back and forth with people because mm -hmm. like I will not feel good at the end of the day you know what I mean mm -hmm. absolutely
I am yeah, so sorry. No. Oh, no, <laughs> don't worry about it at all. It's totally okay. That's life, <laughs> honestly. Like nobody's <laughs> perfect. Nothing ever is perfect. So that's just, it adds to the authenticity of the whole podcast. There we go. Um, but something that honestly was kind of, I, I thought about it earlier. And then you, when you were talking about your grandparents and about social media and stuff, it just kind of redrew it back into my memory. And, and honestly, my big thing with social media, and I actually had a conversation with one of my really close friends about this a little while ago, but he was basically talking about social media and how it, why he decided to take a big step back from it. And what he said was, it was, it was solely the, basically the comparison factor every time you're on social media. And honestly, as soon as he told me that, of course, I started thinking about it. And I started, every time I was on social media, I started looking at it. And one of the biggest things though, that he really talked about and that I, I drew into my own life was he said that it was, it was kind of impacting and hurting his relationships because what he was doing is when he would think about these relationships or he would, he would see different people's relationships on social media. He would see what other people are doing, how happy other people look. And then he said when he would be in his own life and he would have these own relationships with people, he said it was very, very hard to, to be like fully present and grateful for what he had. And sometimes he's like, am I as happy as that person? Am I as happy as this person? Do I have equally as good or even better of a life than this person? Or do I not? And the one thing that I found so much in my own life is that that's what I was always doing as well. Like it's what the biggest, the hardest thing for myself was to kind of like reintroduce seeing people and dating people into my life. And I think because for me, I I had it so ingrained in my mind that I, one, obviously it's like, oh, I need to be by myself for a very long time, which is great. And it's so great. And I'm so grateful for for that aspect of it. But I think what was really happening was I was not allowing myself to ever find any form of feelings or anything for somebody, because I think I was always waiting for for like almost even like the fairy tale moment to kind of happen where it's like, okay, yeah, you meet somebody that's the exact same as you and they look this way and they do this thing. And this is exactly how they are. Like, it's just, it's so far-fetched and where in reality, it's like, if you, if you go meet somebody, then that person can become exactly that, that, that perfect person that you've always imagined in your head. But it's, it's so like with social media, you just automatically think like, even if it's especially for, I'm going to say this as a guy, like as a guy for myself, as a straight man, when I go on social media and you see like, you see these girls that are super crazy fit. And then they, they kind of like, I don't know, you just see like these things and it almost seems so fabricated. And then, but it's almost like, is that real? And then when you go into real life, it's like, wait is what and you just get so lost in it and it's like is and then you kind of like you just push all those real people away and it's like no like yeah there's there's got to be a person like that somewhere and it's right. like <laughs> you just it, there's oh it just with social media it becomes 
it, it can be used for incredible things and you can yeah. impact so many people with it in such yeah. a positive way, but it can also be looked at as such a negative. Yeah. And I it find can my- take over a lot of people's lives. Yeah. I find myself when you were talking about that and the whole like relationship thing, I'm maybe that's just where I'm at right now, but very similarly to where you were saying, you know, you're looking at all these things and then you have a hard time like creating feelings and uh, not that that's where I'm at, but (laughs) kind of because I've tried, I have let myself, you know, go out on a date, Leah, do it. And I do. And I don't spend a lot of time scrolling. So it's not, not so much for me, like the physical aspect. It's more or less like when I'm on TikTok, I'm seeing all these like deep thinkers and I'm like, they're out there. And then I go on one day out of the blue and it won't be a deep conversation. And I'll be like, (laughs) wasn't it (laughs) every time. And then I'm just, and then I go in my little, like, are they out there phase again? And then it is like, yeah, it's just, you have to, (laughs) you can't expect everything to be like that. And that's the problem with why I don't like using like dating apps at all, because every single time it's just, I feel very like not, and there's been some great guys, but I just feel disrespected every single time because they automatically will like look at social media and stuff. And like the first thing they'll point out is like, they'll be like, nice butt. And they won't even say like, I love your content or I love what you do or like cool mind. It's just like that every single time. And it gets to a point where it's just like, okay, well like block <laughs> like every and it, and it's nothing bad. It's just like that is, I know exactly what I want. And I know that, yeah, I might, that might not be out there, but I know like not a, I don't have, I like this kind of thought. I don't have like a hard mold of what I want. It, it is what it is. And there will be so many characteristics that I will like find along with that person. But I know the ones that like I initially want to be there. And if they're not there when I first meet that person, like I automatically just know. And with social media, because I'm taking like all this time for myself and working hard and spending a lot of Mm -hmm. time like doing these things online, I find people do not understand that at all. Like a lot of them will judge it, which that's fine say what you want um I won't take it to heart but you know they just don't get it they think oh she's just using TikTok or she's just doing this or you know what I mean they don't get that like when I talk about it like there is a purpose there is a meaning behind it I love doing it it makes me happy if you met the girl before you would have wished she did it so like, like it's just it's so hard now to find those people that like get it right and I think that's when you see online too. One one thing that I like is when I see um, content creators that are like couples and they like do things together, that that is such an interesting aspect because not only are they brave enough to put out like their relationship online, they're also then educating others on it's not always perfect. It has these struggles. This is how we cope through them. And it's, it's what social media needs. And as time goes on, we'll see that more but everything is still, it's not new, but it is sort of newish. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's the problem. The real big problem is that like the big, big creators, 
you know, that um, are a little younger, still finding themselves and whatnot, that get all this um, attention. They have people telling them what to do and all this sort of stuff, whereas they're not just living their lives and posting what they want. They have people that really, you know, have this big influence or impact on their decisions. And like the authenticity of what um, social media should be is that that person's them and they'll make their decisions and post what they want. And that'll be the same with when they're in a relationship, like the relationship won't have an impact on what they post there. They build themselves up together. You know what I mean? And for me, that's the same thing. I'm like, until I find that person that just like gets it and also not just gets it, but is, is comfortable as well and sharing and, and wants to make an impact. And it is so hard to find, like people just don't, not everybody thinks that way. And sometimes I get down in myself and I'll be like, why doesn't, but like you can't expect everybody to think that way that's a selfish like feeling you know everybody is themselves everybody's growing and developing at their own rate and everybody wants different things and yeah that's just like what I'm trying to you know eventually get towards and right now I'm just like working on myself until I gets there but I have one funny story for your podcast that whoever's yeah. watching joy <laughs> so I have not like, as you know, I've talked to people here and there, but I've talked to one person that was a TikToker. Interesting, very neat, because you can discuss on a similar level in terms of FaceTiming and that was grand. But the one thing that stuck with me that made me realize there's people that are using social media like that, or there's people that have a different view. There's two types of people. And I don't even know why this individual said this to me, because I think back, I'm just like, he's just going to get that to yourself. But he said, I started social media, yeah, because like, I wanted to find a model. (laughs) He was like, like, I just knew I had the potential and I wanted to be with a model. And I was, and he has a million plus followers. And I'm over here thinking like, Leah, you have this view of impact. And the greater followers, the more impact you can have and all this sort of thing. And you're talking to this person that has a great impact, not really doing a whole lot with it, unfortunately. You're doing great, but not (laughs) being the same aspect. And just says, you know, I started social media to be with a model. I'm over here like, do you see my account? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Like, I didn't know what to say because I was just like, that is just such a, um, like, not the deep, like, you can do so much with it. And then that's all, you, that's all you want from it. Like, and it's because, you know, they're seeing these other individuals that are starting social media. And then they did a model. And their life seems fantastic. And then they have a model for the rest of their life. And that's awesome. <laughs> but it's also, like, there's a lot more to it than that. You know, that's Mm -hmm. such a physical aspect of it. And in a way, a a selfish kind of aspect of looking at it. And there's just so much more that can go into it. And especially for people starting to use it now, there's 
greater meaning, greater value. And that's why when I saw your account, I was like, yes, value. Like <laughs> you're doing your own thing, you know, you don't care what anybody's going to say. There's obviously, there's going to be people out there and whatnot that say certain things, but that is what people need to see, especially men. I'm just going to say this because mm -hmm. that's a big thing with mental health is um, men have always been told, you know, to toughen up or these sorts of things. Really, sometimes it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to be deep. That is what, honestly, for any guys out there, that is what some girls love is when mm -hmm. guys are just deep. It is mm -hmm. how you build a real connection, you know? Absolutely. That was quite the but that is some really for people out there <laughs> no it, no and it, honestly it's so true and I think that was one of the biggest things like it is it's as a man like as a male I would say it is very obviously it's very stigmatized to be vulnerable um mm -hmm. it's it's not something that even now like in my life there's so many males that I know that are struggling and like they'll be vulnerable with me yeah. but they will never ever be vulnerable in a public situation like anywhere and I'm just one that walks around and I'm like yeah like man I'm struggling so bad <laughs> right now or like I'm yeah I'm doing this I'm doing that and I feel good today or I feel like crap today like I just very like I've become to the point where I'm so transparent because mm -hmm. that's just that's how I want to be like I and that's honestly with all the videos that I put out into the world with everything that I do social media wise I just want to be exactly who I am and I always say that too like especially with Instagram stories I always say like I'm not going to post an Instagram story and be like hey guys yeah so I just had the best day ever and it's been great I'm doing this today I'm doing that today like I'm very transparent when it comes to that and I'm like if I don't feel great that day or I feel off that day or yeah, stressed yeah. or whatever like just don't expect to see me or I'm going to talk about it like <laughs> like it's one of the two like yeah because I don't want to to go on there and fabricate it because no. people like myself or yourself can see right through that like I oh, can yeah. see right through people that are honestly on there and just trying to like be impactful you know and like I've had people in my life that do the same thing like they'll be like yeah, you got to be this way or you got to be that way. And I'm watching their stuff and I'm like, what the hell are you talking? Like, you're just <laughs> not like you, that's not you. Like yeah. you're, you're not like, that's not you. Like I can hear them say this yeah. thing and then could be with them in person. And they're two totally different people. And I hate yeah. that. Like, that's the, yeah. my biggest pet peeve in life is when people try to be somebody that they're not like, it's a difference. If you're like, you know what? I'm going to one up my life and I'm going to become this person because I believe you can do that, but you can't be that person half time and then be the other person the other time. And that's honestly, okay. I've, I've never talked about this on the podcast, but now you got my brain rolling, but there you go. <laughs> honestly with this podcast, like, oh man, so embarrassing to say, but say it. when I first started this podcast, I obviously like same mission, same goal, everything, but when I first started it, I was still kind of like in that, in my old self, you know? So I, I had a great mission. I had great, there's so many great things that I had in mind, but I was still living the same life I was living before. And I was yeah. on weekends, I'd go out to parties. I would go hang out with people. I'd go out for drinks. Like I would go. And honestly, like I was just 
not that I was a mess by any means. Like I worked on myself a lot to get to that point, but still like, and very inconsistent with who I was. And so I would be like, I'd be on a podcast talking to somebody about the the deepest parts of their life. And I'd be like, yeah, you know what? Like we'd get very into, like, we just get right deep into it. And then I'd finish the podcast and like call up my friend. Yeah. So like, you want to go out for drinks tonight? And I'm like, how on earth can I talk with like mental health and talk something so important? And then as soon as I finish, kind of go deteriorate my own mental health. And I honestly like, again, hate to admit it, but I have to admit it because I, I have to own this. Like I've filmed in my past, like I filmed podcasts hungover and that was really absolutely. And like, I obviously like nobody would ever know that nobody like no. it never took away from the podcast, but yeah. just for my own peace of mind, I, I didn't like that. And, and so that's honestly, again, where like now I, I feel so proud and so happy because everything like once I realized that this can truly be something and once I realized that I want it to be something, I want it to be the rest of my life, I, I honestly just said everything that I do from this day forward is going to benefit this platform yeah. no matter what. Like I don't care what it is. Every single thing that I do is going to benefit it in some way or another. And it's not going to be like, okay, yeah, like I get to work on this today. I get to work on this for this amount of time. It's like every single waking hour of my day is spent on it. And that's honestly how it's been since that day. Like I, I don't drink, I haven't drank in seven months and I, (laughs) I, um, and I, I take care of my, obviously my physical health so much. And it's, it's led me into some crazy experiences and crazy journeys is awesome and just I always say too is like I have to if I'm filming a podcast like I prioritize that podcast over everything like if I if I'm feeling tired if I'm feeling like I've actually done this a few times I've canceled podcasts because I'm like I honestly I just don't I don't feel great today I, I feel off I feel tired and to me that's something that honestly speaks so much character and so much like it's very transparent because this is my life. Like, and that's something that people find it hard to grasp, but it's like, this is my life. And every single day I have to show up because if I don't show up, the podcast doesn't show up or the platform doesn't show up. Nothing happens. Like, honestly, like that's how I always say it. But what's, what's crazy is that it's, there's so many people that truly do they're living two separate lives. And Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, I'm going to be this great person. I'm going to do all these great things. And then they, they turn around and it's like, oh yeah, well, like, let's go do this today. And it's just totally yeah. off. Like You're you calling. have to just, you have to be so in sync with mm-hmm. yourself. And honestly, for me, that was my biggest thing was yeah. making sure that everything that I did and everything that I do, it, it complements myself and obviously exactly it aligns and it, it and it does complement um, obviously like struggle creates strength and myself at all times, like no matter yeah. what, like, it doesn't matter. Like I've, I've turned down opportunities. I've, I've said no to certain people. Like I've done so many things that are obviously so behind the scenes, but I've done so many things that have allowed me to stay solely on the path that I'm on, which is like exactly what others need to kind of do, you know? And, and it, yeah. it, 
it pays off so much and it feels so much better. And I think here's the one thing that I'm kind of just like thinking about. So as I see your stuff as well, I love your content and it's like, <laughs> similar to mine. It's um, like very, you know, has a purpose, has an impact, all that stuff. But then there's also stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Right. And obviously you're the same person, but on your Instagram, I think, because you're talking about sharing more about what goes on behind the scenes with your run and everything like that. Mm. I think you can also do more about just like what goes on behind the scenes with the podcast as well, because mm -hmm. that's something people would want to see. And that's the same thing with me. That's how I use like my Instagram is like my Facebook. I always say like, I'm not just going to post or use it how every other girl uses it because like, I want mine to be unique. Like it, it should kind of reflect who you are, you know, in, in a, in a little sense. Unfortunately, it's, it's always supposed to be so picture perfect, but I want mine to be like, that is it. You know, I don't want any Photoshop. I want it to be authentic and I want it to be it. And also talk about my struggles, talks about my ups and downs. And it's like diving into my life. That was my bio for a little bit, diving into my life. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I think that you should start doing something like that on your Instagram even, like showing mm -hmm. a little bit behind the scenes what goes on because you found your purpose and your calling. And there's going to be so much that you do, not just the podcast, obviously, and your mm -hmm. run. These are just little uh stepping stones and mm -hmm. there's gonna be down the road that lead to different opportunities and mm -hmm. you know then you'll have maybe a time period of slow slow time period of growth or so slow time period of that and that happens and that's okay and that's when you step back but that's kind of what I'm realizing as well is um like it's a passion it's not just something I want to do on the side for fun and yeah it's fun but I also want to take it seriously because I know it's who I am, you know, journaling and just talking about it as I'm looking at probably 20 different books in front of me. Like all I do is write. All I do is make goals. I have journal like um, too many journals. Some people come in my room and they're like, are you OK? And I'm like, the mind is <laughs> a lot going on up there. <laughs> and it's like you said, being exactly and authentically who you are because and some people don't see it but even those big creators people like you and I when you see it and it can bring you a sense of like sometimes anger but I don't think that's the real feeling I think it's actually discomfort and it's not discomfort in like oh this is cringy <laughs> it's like this isn't that person you know that mm -hmm. you can tell deep down like there's something else going on or you know like that's that's not them and instead of just being them they do this and that's okay maybe that's a form of growth for, for themselves but for people like you and I sometimes it brings this like we think it's an angry feeling I really just do think it's a feeling of like discomfort of like you know seeing it through a clear glass it's not like we're just mirroring what they want us to see. It's no, I see more to that video or post mm -hmm. or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And that, I, I think that's the type of people that you want to put into your life. You know, the people that are very, like, you just know, Real. like you watch, yeah, you watch their videos and it's like, oh yeah. Or like, even if you, that even more so, you know, those people, and you watch mm -hmm. the videos and it's like, yeah, that's exactly who that person is. Like, and that's, 
honestly, um, I think that was for me, one of the biggest things to kind of swallow over time was I, I was always kind of wrapped up in the thought that other people would look at me and be like, is he actually that way? Like, you know, and just right. over and then, but then you obviously get like once, yeah, you get past that. And once you start to like prove to people, okay, this is what, obviously this is who he is now and who he is and what he's doing and everything. Cause like, I've always been, honestly, I don't think I've ever really like none of my, my morals or values have ever changed. Like I've always been the exact same person, like from start to finish, like from start <laughs> to present, like honestly, the exact same person. But yeah. now I just, I obviously Bro. know a lot more and have experienced a lot more and got to have a lot more of these types of conversations, which exactly. benefits us all in, in so many different ways. And yeah, I do think though, I think that we should start to <laughs> unravel what? and unwind. <laughs> it's been a long we, podcast. Oh yeah. I'm... But, oh no, don't apologize. <laughs> Half of it was myself <laughs> ranting. Um, but I, do, yeah, no, I... Before I ask you the last couple of questions, I yeah. first and foremost just have to thank you so much for everything that you said. And like this conversation has been like the whole entire time. I, I feel ready to jump through the screen. I'm like, hey, like this is just, it's been so cool. And it's been such a great, a great way to even just like think more. Like for yeah. myself in this, in this episode, I've just, I feel like I'm just constantly like I'm thinking I'm thinking of new things and when you're saying stuff I'm relating it to my own life and then I'm like oh yeah what about this what about that and it's just it's so cool for some reason I can just make people think I think so much unfortunately I portray that onto others and you know what whether it's a good thing for them or not maybe it's meant to be maybe it's not <laughs> well but that's like just me I just I think so much that anytime I speak to it People are just, I can tell in conversation, they'll be like. <laughs> I love it. That's so awesome. But um, I want to say so much for having me. This is my first podcast, so I was a little nervous, not going to lie. And I know that I talk a lot and everywhere and kind of go up and down. And But that is, that's real. That's a exactly. real pod. That's not something that's scripted. So exactly. there you go. So thank 100%. you. So much. I love what you're doing. You're going to do amazing things and I'm so excited to see it I, I really appreciate that um okay and then the last two things before we do wrap it up though I just yeah. obviously you've seen all the, the videos that I've been doing recently and I do ask people for their biggest tip of advice for somebody who is struggling with mental health what would yeah. what would yours be or struggling in any form is what I should say what would yours yeah. be so um, when you say that, I kind of think of me when I was in my deepest, darkest time period. And if I had somebody say something to me, which I did, um, it was things like so many things, like so many are going to come and go from your life. Things are going to be taken from you sometimes. Things are going to be given to you. But now one single person can take away that like gift the real gift, and that is you, who you are deep down, your mind, your qualities, all that you are made up, no one can take that away. It can be damaged, it can be all this sort of stuff, but it can also be healed. And that is the only thing, nobody can take that away. 
that is your gift. That is what you have. That is what you'll have for this entire life is you. And that is something that is not uncertain, that you don't have to question. You'll always have yourself. So make sure you take care. Make sure you're gentle. Make sure you nurture yourself because it is so, so important. And we don't really, we do talk about self-love and all that sort of stuff. But you and life as a whole, it really is a gift. And every single thing that you're going to go through in life, it's going to have ups and downs and it's going to teach you to grow and whatnot. But besides the point is you have you. And that is what somebody had told me. And that is one thing that always helped me. Love it. That is amazing. <laughs> and if do you have one quote or one saying that is maybe shaped or shifted your life in any any form or another yeah so I had to think on this one for a little bit because <laughs> I love quotes and my whole room is just like quotes over here so <laughs> but somebody told me this actually when I was going through a time period once it was my hardest time period but a time period and then I had found it in a book after and it's on this book here and it says tough times never last which is true, but tough people do. And that quote is what gets me through almost everything now. Tough times never last, but tough people do. I love that. that Thank is you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's something I'm going to start telling to some people. <laughs> yeah, give you for zero sure. credit for it, but <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, no, this is this has been so fun. It's been it's been so cool and honestly it just I think a lot of people are going to gain a lot from it for for those that I, hope I so. think I think we either we either kept a lot of people along because they were very intrigued by the way that we were thinking <laughs> or we only kept those people along that also have generalized anxiety disorder and the yeah. rest just kind of they flopped off because they had yeah. no idea what was happening. <laughs> to anyone that's still listening, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, for sure. No, this has <laughs> honestly been been so cool and so fun. And it's just amazing, again, what social media can kind of do. You know, like we we did, we kind of trash talk so shows. Oh my gosh, English. We trash talk social media for quite a while. But uh-huh. in reality we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for it and what like we wouldn't have gotten to connect and put out the videos and do all that jazz. like there's just so much to thank social media for um yeah but obviously like for those people that are listening like be mindful of of how you're using it and 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 make sure that it's in a positive way because here we go but (laughs) I wouldn't say it's trash talk because like (coughs) pros and cons to literally everything in life and those are just some of the cons and people don't talk about them because you know you don't want to get hated on for saying something but it needs to be talked about it's everything everything in life here's another quote for you is moderation (laughs) and balance everything is balance and moderation is like if you can like understand that then you've got the key and you're golden (laughs) absolutely and that's the thing with social media if you are able to balance it and use it with moderation there's going to be ups and downs but you know it's a form of growth and you can hopefully use it in a good way 100 percent. that's yeah. awesome okay well, well honestly, thank you. I, th- I think i yeah i think that 
probably concludes our our episode i think uh, <laughs> i do you know i i honestly like i would love sometime down the road in the future whenever it may be to do something in terms of another episode or some like just something at least but yeah even like we talked about i i would love love to do a live with you and i yeah. think that would be very fun and and um yeah i mean even i just want to kind of shout you out for this because i think it's so cool and it's so amazing that what you do with your lives how you do like gifts for donations i think like that deserves such a big round of applause because obviously I think it's an amazing idea. I'm going to utilize that idea, but I, I seriously do. I think it's so amazing because there's so many people that kind of go on there and they get greedy with things and yeah. for you to, for you to jump on there and, and obviously utilize that in such a positive way and give back to people. And honestly, to some degree, like give people a better life, I think is, yeah that's something you should pride yourself on for the long haul, for sure. It's just, it's awesome. Things that like I've used. And so I want to be able to like help it so it can keep on going and be resourceful for somebody else. And the other thing is obviously, you know, we see everybody's lives and everybody's lives look picture perfect. I am not by any means from rich parents or anything like that, or, you know, have just been handed everything in my life. And to those people, you know, not that there's anything bad against you, you know, that's how you were raised and whatever, Mm -hmm. but that is not my life. And so for me to go live and receive these donations, that was a huge thing was like, Leah, you didn't scrub somebody's feet doing a pedicure for these gifts. Like you just sat there and talked and it's something I love to do. So it just didn't feel like work for me. And so that's why I wanted to do that with them. And yeah, I just think that, you know, gifts in general it's a cool thing because it's everybody that's kind of a part of your community there and Mm. they can all get what it's not me donating it's like the community like it's the coolest thing so yeah and you better utilize it because I think it'd be really beneficial towards you (laughs) absolutely I will I will for sure no 100% yeah I I have to start utilizing it more (laughs) and I mean obviously surrounded by surrounded by people who do some pretty cool things quite often. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool to add another person into my life that is doing very cool things. So yeah, again, very grateful to have had this conversation with you to film a podcast with you. And like I told you, I'm going to literally fast track this so fast and like literally (laughs) get it up. Like my goal is to have this up tomorrow. Like that's honestly what I'm striving for because I, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's an, a fabulous episode to put out tomorrow, too. So well, thank you. I appreciate that. I think so. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, well, I hope you honestly have a great rest of your day. Thank and you. <laughs> I would love to keep in contact and literally call me, text me, do whatever, anytime. Oh my Always goodness, somebody I'm- that's <laughs> in your corner. And, and I, uh, yeah, I look forward to just obviously keeping a a long lasting form of friendship for a long time. Of course. I really appreciate this. Mm -hmm. Of course. Okay. Well, we'll talk to you later. (laughs) Absolutely. I totally agree. Okay. We'll talk to you later, Leah. Thanks so much once again. Of course. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Struggle Creates Strength. 
I hope you enjoyed Leah's story and I hope you enjoyed some of the conversations that we got to have. And if you do want to reach out to her or potentially have any form of conversation with her, then you can reach her on all the social media that I will tag below. And if you do want to reach out to me or potentially come on the podcast, you are more than welcome to at Struggle Create Strength on both Instagram and Facebook. Or you can also reach me on my website at strugglecreatestrength.com. All podcasts are posted on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and additional posts are posted on Instagram as well. And also, if you've seen the Instagram nowadays, I am doing a fun little challenge where every single day I'm seeking advice from strangers. I wanted to do that because in all of the episodes that I, that I have and that I'm fortunate enough to, to have when I talk to people, I always ask them for their biggest tip of advice for somebody who's struggling. And that's what I've decided to take out onto the streets and ask strangers everywhere because I'm one person and I have one story, but everyone's one person and they have a story and they've encountered different struggles and I just don't see why we should all keep the things that we've learned internally. I think that we should help each other and and spread the message in every last which way possible and that's what I wanted to do with this challenge and with this, with this fun little thing. And I know that it's something that's going to stick for a long time because like the podcast, there is endless amounts of stories and there's endless amounts of advice that you can gain from strangers. So I truly hope you did enjoy this episode and be sure again to, to click the links and go donate to my fundraiser that I'm doing for Canadian Mental Health Association and Kids Help Phone. I'm aiming to raise $50,000 for running in a 50 kilometer ultra marathon in September. And this is awesome. It's been so fun, such a cool journey thus far. And I'm just excited for the rest of it to happen. But I truly do hope that you enjoyed this episode of Struggle Creates Strength. And we will see you next Monday with another episode of Mindset Mondays. Have a fantastic day.